Hey, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and in this podcast, I'm going to be breaking down for you five respiratory health hacks. And if you have been listening to the Limitless Mindset podcast for a while, it has been around for for quite a while, you will have noticed that over time, I have began speaking quite a bit faster in my younger years as a podcaster, I would speak kind of slow, and I received comment after comment and message after message exhorting me, Jonathan, you have so much to say. Why do you say it so slow? So now I say it fast. I hope you all appreciate that. And something that enables me to do that is peak respiratory function. And in this podcast, we're going to be delving into that a bit. So you are going to want to check out the article version of this that's linked over on LimitlessMindset.com. Over there, I am going to have, there's going to be some diagrams. There's going to be some pictures. If you were like one of those kids in school that was always disappointed when they made you read a book that had no pictures in it, well, you know, that's kind of what this podcast is. There's no pictures. There's only only my voice here in your ears. But over on LimitlessMindset.com, limitless photos you will find. So I hope that you do check that out. In 2020, we've all heard hundreds of times now from the media that those with respiratory health challenges are at especially high risk if they contract the COVID-19 virus. So many people out there with chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, asthma, emphysema, cystic fibrosis, or chronic bronchitis, unfortunately, a lot of people out there are kind of living in terror, in self-isolation, doing everything they can to avoid going to the grocery store, placing their hope in their masks to protect them. And a lot of smokers out there are probably finally regretting indulging a foolish bad habit for decades. Fortunately, there are some biohacks they can implement to address their respiratory conditions so that they can venture outside, see their friends, maybe enjoy nature a bit, and lead normal lives without unbearable existential anxiety weighing on them in the respiratory department. So here we'll delve into five approaches for managing respiratory challenges. And I'm going to try to stick to ones that aren't painfully obvious. You know, there's a breathing hacks. If you Google that, you'll come across things like, well, you should do some regular aerobic exercise, drink a lot of water, and of course, not smoking cigarettes, cannabis, or vaping. And I'll try to get, uh, I'll try to go a little bit deeper than those obvious things for you. First of all, take time to breathe. During this anxious time, you may be more short of breath than usual, which those masks that we all have to wear exacerbate. So try to spend a bit of time daily just 
breathing. As little as six breaths have a notable effect on our stress levels and cortisol. And I'm actually going to pause this podcast and do six breaths with you. So just quietly by yourself, take six deep breaths in and out with me. And that's about how long it takes me to do six deep breaths in and out. It's going to take everybody a little bit shorter, a little bit longer. But do you notice that you feel just a little bit more zen, a little bit more tranquilo after six breaths? So you can take a minute or two to do diaphragmatic breathing is what's that's, is what is that that's called. You can do it in the morning when you wake up. That's typically when I do it. You can do it in the evenings before bed or when you get your mask off after running some errands. These are all pretty good times to to habituate that. During this stressful global episode, and depending upon where you are in the world, maybe the episode is coming to an end. Maybe the episode is still going on. But we can all kind of anticipate repeats of this episode in the future, unfortunately. So I do contend that this is uh, evergreen to keep in mind. So when dealing with any kind of stress, really, it's an especially good idea to habituate some sort of daily meditation practice, spending 10 to 20 minutes daily focusing specifically on your breathing. And You'll want to look into the tantric or kaigong breathing techniques for men and women. Maybe read the book, The Tao of Health, Sex, and Longevity, which explains a number of empowering breathing techniques. And in this article, I link to a video that I actually did in a really cool little place in the world called Cluj, Romania. And there was a beautiful park where I filmed a video about how to breathe like a Jedi. And if that's enticing to you, you're going to want to go and check out that video series. This is not just a woo-woo pseudo-spiritual thing. A pilot study was done in 2015 at the University of Michigan, which validated mindfulness meditation as an intervention for COPD. The study explains that those with COPD suffer especially from dyspnea. This is the sensation of shortness of breath, which is really caused by low-level anxiety that we may not be aware of. 
Dyspenia is, of course, something we should all be a little bit more conscious of now that we're stuck inside on lockdown and tend to watch more fear-mongering media. It's a bigger problem, certainly, for those with respiratory conditions. One of the notable findings of the study was that the meditators became more, much more aware of the low-level stress causing their shortness of breath as a result of the daily practice. They became more apt to take a minute to breathe deeply and catch their breath. Next, let's talk about the gut lung access. I bet you haven't heard of this before. The body is a holistic system, so you shouldn't be surprised to know that there's a connection between gut health and respiratory function. Some steps to take to assuage gut inflammation. First, start with diet. Cut the bad stuff that your gut is going to struggle with. So this is the sugary junk foods, the white bread, etc. And eat more anti-inflammatory foods. So this is broccoli, avocados, blueberries, carrots, olive oil, spinach, and salmon. Secondly, feed your gut biome the probiotic foods that the healthy bacteria in your gut crave. This is the organic yogurt, kefir, sauerkraut, raw cheese, and drink a bit of apple cider vinegar. And then finally, you'd want to look into something like supplementing BPC-157. And this is a natural gut peptide that works systemically to heal gut dysfunction. And I've got a bunch of other articles about this that you'd want to look into because it's kind of a more hardcore biohack, but it seems to be very, very effective. But you would want to research it a bit more before you just used it, uh, before you just dropped a capsule or two of it to try to address gut issues. Okay, next respiratory breathing hack biohack is plants. That's right. One of the silver linings of the coronavirus lockdowns is the air pollution improvement in cities where fewer people are now driving their vehicles around. Air pollution, of course, aggravates respiratory challenges, but there is also air pollution in your home, especially now in the springtime when it's not quite warm enough to keep a window open and get some fresh air. I guess now it's uh, June, so it's probably warm enough to keep those windows open, but I wrote this article a few months back. Ideally, you'd want to look at getting a uh, fancy air purification and set it up in your living room. But if you can't get your hands on one, if you can't afford one of those, plants help quite a bit. Plants breathe. They, you know, do the uh, photosynthesis thing with the sun, and then they consume oxygen just like we do. And as they, as the plants respire, they filter out the toxins and microscopic pollutants in the air. Next biohack is doing a nasal wash daily. When you breathe in through your nose, 
you get more oxygen than inhaling through your mouth. If you make a little bit more of a conscious effort to breathe in through your nose, you'll breathe a little bit better. You get a little bit better oxygen saturation in through your nose. If you've ever been like a martial artist, your, your sensei would have probably instructed you at different times, hey, you want to breathe in through your nose a bit more because you get more oxygen so that you can grapple better or whatever. The issue though, especially during the winter time, is that we get some buildup in our nose and you can blow your nose with a tissue, but you will be pleasantly surprised. I'm telling you, you're gonna enjoy this. You're gonna be pleasantly surprised at the invigorating nosefuls of air that you get after doing a nasal wash, or this is sometimes called a a nasal douche. It goes by some funny, funny names out there. But a nasal wash is what you want to do. This is done simply and safely with some warm water, a little salt, and a neti pot, ideally. But like just a little plastic funnel will work. And so what you do is you tilt your head all the way to the side and pour warm water through your nasal cavity into one nostril and then it will run out the other. And when you do the, the salt, for whatever reason, breaks up all of that uh, snot and buildup, which can sometimes kind of get calcified in your, in your uh, nasal cavity, you know, and you'll be like, whoa, I am breathing I'm breathing 100% pure, unadulterated air. You're gonna enjoy it quite a bit more. The neti pot is ideal. I'll link to where you can go get those on Amazon because I get paid, you know, I'm just getting really rich over here off of making the uh, five or 6% commission rate off of a $10 neti pot. But you can also do this kind of the ghetto way with a funnel. I've done this with my wife a couple of times during the wintertime when we wanted to avoid getting ill. And one of us would just tilt our head over the sink. And then the other would kind of steady the, would, would steady the funnel and then pour the water with a little bit of salt into it. And it would run through our nose. And then you're breathing a whole lot better. You should really try it out. And you're like, well, Wow, this does, this does improve the quality of the breathing. And then finally, I'm going to suggest that you supplement sea moss. That's right. Now, you don't have to live by the sea. You don't have to go and get your own sea moss. You can if you want. I think that'd be awesome. You know, that's the kind of prepper self-sufficiency thing that I'm into. But uh, fortunately, you can just get sea moss supplements. And it might surprise you to learn that sea moss is a powerful respiratory medicine. Its documented use dates back to the 1800s when the Irish used it to prevent and treat respiratory diseases like tuberculosis and pneumonia. Why does sea moss have this effect? So it's a natural bioavailable source of iodine. And iodine is an outstanding mucolytic agent. And this means that it thins the mucus that builds up in our lungs and can, which can impair breathing resulting chronically in disease. 
the results of a human clinical trial were published in the European Respiratory Journal in 2011, which points to iodine deficiency as a significant factor in respiratory conditions. I'll quote from it here. Thus, presence of iodine deficiency disease in children with chronic nonspecific diseases of lungs has a definite significance during and outcome of chronic bronchopulmonary processes, which requires additional and regular introduction of iodine-containing preparation and thyroid hormone. A collaborative 2015 paper by Singaporean, Taiwanese, and Korean researchers identified iodine's antiseptic properties, noting, furthermore, iodine is a scavenger of free radical oxygen species contributing to anti-inflammatory properties. Going on, a recent paper out of King's College London named iodine as a preventative measure for COPD and pneumonia, and an older Japanese study found that gargling iodine solution was an effective preventative of respiratory infections. And CMOS, it also contains potassium chloride, which assuages the inflammation of the mucous membranes and clears the lungs of phlegm. So that's a whole lot of good news for people out there that are dealing with a chronic respiratory condition. You know, please, if, if you have someone like that in your life, please share this article with them. Or perhaps you just want to, you just want to breathe better so you can enjoy life and get out there and you know, get out there and go and mountain bike and go salsa dancing and break dance. Yeah, all these things demand our, our full breadth and volume of our lungs, right? So I would suggest CMOS Advance. This is a supplement offered by Infinite Age in the USA. And this combines bladderwrack with burdock root and Irish CMOS. So CMOS has a pungent, strong taste that many do not like. They say that it tastes like the ocean. That's what, that's how some people describe it. And so this stuff is capsuled. It just tastes like a capsule, not bad. Two capsules of it contain 500 milligrams of bladderwrack and 250 milligrams of the burdock root, which is, a, which is the clinically efficacious dose. And this CMOS is a veritable multivitamin in a moss. It's nutrient-dense with 92 of the 102 minerals that make up the human body. That's fascinating, right? And it is wild-crafted, harvested from the sea. It is not factory-farmed in a swimming pool. And it's verified as pure and non-toxic by an American spectroscopy lab. And I link to the COA so you can check that out yourself. And then it contains a number of iodine's cofactors, which are vitamins A, C, E, F, and K, along with B vitamins, magnesium, protein, beta carotene, pectin, and sulfur, which empower immunity. So it's quite a supplement. Unfortunately, I've not had the chance to try it yet. I try it out myself because of the aforementioned coronavirus lockdowns that have messed with the international shipping system, they're messing with my biohacking game, and I am not pleased. 
But in the future, I do look forward to trying CMOS Advance and I'll be uh, publishing a review about it. So drop me a comment or whatnot, send me a message on social media. If there's, if there's other respiratory breathing biohacks that you know about that maybe I didn't mention here, that maybe I should, let me know. I'm Jonathan, and I look forward to a continued conversation with you.